Hi, and welcome to the Uprooted Life Podcast. My name is Mwayeboa, and this is where I share my love for Africa by introducing you to those who grace its lands, embrace their dreams, and elevate Africa to showcase its endless possibilities. On this week's episode, I'll be talking to the incredibly talented jewelry designer and entrepreneur, Afia Sachi, about her upbringing in Ghana, global recognition for her designs, and the future of her creative design school. Welcome to the Apruda Life Podcast. I'm your host, Mwai Boa, and in today's episode, we'll have a quick chat with Afia Sachi. Afia is a Ghanaian jewelry and accessory designer who's been featured on the runway of Africa Fashion Week London. Her beautiful designs can be seen in the movie Coming to America, and she's now a renowned fashion entrepreneur who manages her own design school. Afia, welcome. It's an absolute joy to have you on the show today. Afia, you were born in Brong, a halfway region of Ghana. You have to correct me. My husband's from Ghana, so you need to tell me how to pronounce this. He's actually from the Kumasi region, so I need to know how oh, to pronounce your, your region. What was it like growing up there as a child? Yes, I was born in a halfway region, but I was raised in the northern part of the country, which is Bogatanga, an excellent tourist destination with beautiful art and culture where the children are allowed to explore, grow, and then be themselves. So I had the opportunity to learn diverse and beautiful cultural practices, which I believe has helped my creative journey to this far. Amazing. I've been to Ghana before. There's so much inspiration there in the Ashanti region. So do you, yeah. Do you think um, as a child you were creative or do you have uh, a flair for designing or creating when you're growing up? Is it something that just came up? Yes, growing up, I had a flair in fashion. I wanted to be a model, actually, because I liked the way they walked, the way they dressed. I was, I had something for that. And so I tried to walk like a model and then in dressing as well, it's, it really inspired me. I think that's what made me become a fashion designer. That's really great. And you originally started business administration before switching um, to do what you're doing right now in terms of creativity. And obviously it's worked out well. So what was your journey like, you know, from business administration? And I think in the African upbringing, that is what is expected for you, for you to do, you know, an accounted business or being a lawyer. So how was that um, transition for you? Yeah. So um, when I started the school, I realized there was no funding. I couldn't finance education, so I had to drop out. But, you know, there was no other option available. I had to just move on and to the next um, opportunity that is available. You know, at some point, life will hit you hard and present you with two options. You either get up, push forward and move on, or you give up. So I choose to rise up and keep moving. And that is what has kept me this far. And it has worked tremendously well for me. That's a really beautiful way of looking at life. And um, what was it like working for a school uniform tailor before going out on your own? And I think, you know, for all small businesses, we we start by, you know, working for someone before taking the leap yeah. of faith to start uh, doing it on your own. So what was it like for you and what did you learn from there? Yes, um, with the uniforms tailor, 
I learned how to cut and how to sew on my own just by looking at him. You know, I, it was on a contract basis. So I didn't have the opportunity to, to maybe hold his scissors or use his machine. So I was just watching him do what he's doing. And then I, it inspired me and I learned from that. So I learned how to cut materials, how to print. So all that was just by looking at him. And I, it has helped me thus far. That was an experience that has helped me to this time. And how did you go from, you know, seeing how something is being created or how a material is being cut to a thriving entrepreneur that you are today? You know, um, when coming up and when, while growing, I knew how it felt like to be hungry, how it felt like to have no hope, waking up and not knowing where your meal will come from. I felt that. And, you know, sometimes you ask, I, sometimes I ask my mom for help, but, you know, I wanted to thrive and survive on my own. So I kept pushing and kept working hard towards it. So I took a friend's advice and enrolled in a fashion school. So after fashion school, I felt it was clothing. But after fashion school, I felt the clothing industry was so, like there are so many designers and I wanted to give so much attention to accessories. So I decided to switch into bead making. And that is, I think, has worked really well. It's incredible. And I think you have an amazing story. I remember our first conversation, mm-hmm. I was looking for accessories and I think I just came across <laughs> your work. Um, I, I won't call it an accident. I'll call it, it was a blessing that day. And I was so yeah. amazed to see um, everything that you've accomplished. So you have yeah. worked with some of the most respected artists out there. You've gained recognition all over the world. So what do you think it takes to have your work recognized in internationally? You know, it takes God, actually. From where I'm coming from, it takes God. And then it takes hard work and consistency. Uh, Fiasechi as a brand helps individuals know who they are, love where they come from, and then feel good showing it by crafting wearable art pieces that sees their personality and then connects them to the heartbeat of Africa. Showing who you are and then being proud of where you come from becomes a lifestyle. And I believe that is what has pushed the brand thus far. Amazing. So your brand is rooted into culture, which is so beautiful. Yes. So not forgetting yes. about your beginning. And, and some of the yes. most incredible people that have worn your designs um, mm-hmm. in, include Janet Jackson, Sierra, Tiffany, Haddish, and me very soon. So what, what yeah. does it mean to see these global stars wear your designs? Yes, I feel so proud of myself, not giving up on me not letting circumstances, situations, and my location determine who I become and where I get to. And it's a, a sign of hope, to give hope to upcoming designers, African designers, to know anything is possible. If you put your mind to it, you can do anything. It's really beautiful. And um, how does it feel to work with this? Does, for example... Um, out of all the stars you've worked with, I'm sure every one 
um, experience is very uh, different and very special. To mm-hmm. But if you had to pick one, which star would it be in terms of, you know, you had that moment of realization, like, oh, my goodness, you know, uh, a young girl like me now I'm making it yeah. nationally, which star made you feel like, wow, I think, you know, this is it for me. Yeah, that was Janet Jackson. I was, it, I was surprised, like, wow, me. And you know what I do was a gift. I didn't have any training in it. There was no, no training in what I do. So having someone like her select my piece, it was amazing. And I felt really accomplished. Amazing. And if that wasn't enough, you then went on to do Coming to America. So mm-hmm. how did that come about? Yeah, I got a mail through our website regarding the coming to America too. At first, I, I was like, is it, is it a scam or something? But you know, in everything, you, you either choose to go all in or don't go at all. So I decided to give it a try. I sent samples in, they liked it, and then we went on and then sent the pieces. And they styled it really well and it worked so amazing and it promoted the art and the culture we have here in Ghana. Amazing. And how do you manage to make sure that what you're doing right now, you can inspire the future generation that's coming up? So what is it that you're doing in Ghana to make sure that you can pass on this this talent to other aspiring young designers? Yes. So um, that is how the school comes in. Uh, I train underprivileged girls who can't afford the training but are interested in learning a trade. So I help them, train them. And then when they are done, I give them machines to support them, give them a startup to build themselves and then build a brand and take care of themselves. I think that is my way of giving back to the society. That's really special. And I think um, most of the people that are working right now, it's uh, businesses about purpose and inspiring. Mm-hmm. And I think this is what you're doing at the moment. And, you know, yeah. with everything that's going on around the world, and I think if there's something that uh, the pandemic has taught us is to continue p- pushing and continue, yes. you know, living by the day. So what are your aspirations for this year and the coming year as well. This year, I'm looking forward to more collaborations and opportunities to be able to promote and push Ghana, promote and push Africa to the rest of the world. We need to tell our own stories. We need to tell our own African stories, not what is being told out there. If we, if the message is coming from us, it's genuine and it's golden. So that is what I'm looking forward to do to help more individuals in their crafts. That is my aspiration for this year and beyond. That's great. So it's literally you just continuing yeah. to give back um, in as much as you can and obviously um, exhorting and uplifting Africa. And I guess this is where we connect and where your vision is mm-hmm. by resonates. Um, but I think the other thing we can tell our listeners is we have a collaboration coming Yes, yeah, we do. Exactly. Can't the next wait. few months, yeah. So um, 
it would be really exciting for us to launch that together and show our listeners um, what we're doing to continue to advocate and support um, African creatives. Yes. And Afia, it's been so lovely having you on the Apprentice Life podcast today. I, Thank you so much. It's my pleasure. Um, I just wanted you to let our audience know where they can learn more about you and your beautiful designs. So we are on Instagram at Ifiasechide. Ifiasechi is spelled A-P-H-I-A-S-A-K-Y-I. Same name on all social media platforms. And then you can visit our website, www.ifiasechi.com as well. And you have an African experience just going through our works. Great. And um, if you want to have another African experience, you can... Also learn about the mother brand Exot Africa. Please head over to www.exotafrica.co.uk where you can learn more about our products, services and projects that uplift Africa. It's a wonderful place to find the next favorite and inspired product or service provider for your next upcoming event in Africa. Thank you, Afir. Thank you so much for having me. It's my pleasure. Thank you. Across the borders, yes, I'm still long for you. All the rivers, the valleys so cool Oh, Africa, you beautiful This podcast was produced by Curious Small Productions and recorded at Soho Radio in London. Oh, Africa, you beautiful The hospitality